Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Tell the truth, but make the truth fascinating. You know you can't bore people into buying your product. You can only interest them into buying it. That's a quote by David Ogilvy, and I'm super, super excited to have another incredible conversation with the wonderful Jeff Brown. He is in England, so you're going to enjoy hearing a fun accent unless you live next door to him, and then you'll enjoy hearing from your neighbor. (laughs) Does that make any sense? Anyway, before we get started, (laughs) just remember that if you're listening to this, you can go watch it over on YouTube. If you're watching it, you can go over to any of the platforms. And I would so appreciate if you would subscribe and make comments because podcasting is kind of a lonely business. And even though this has been listened to in 91 countries and almost 100,000 times, I need feedback uh, to keep going. So anywho, let me tell you about our guest today. Jeff Brown at 27 joined the Royal Navy and had a career as a military photographer. But nearly 10 years into service, he left the armed forces to set up his own photography company. And then 18 months later, he had built a successful six-figure turnover wedding partnership and commercial photography company. Later, he went on to open a separate school photography business with 60 nursery schools and a boudoir makeup company with over a thousand shoots a year. So yikes, you've been busy. (laughs) Um, Then after photographing over 750 weddings himself, he developed an online photography business so he can help y'all get inspired and motivated worldwide. And so he mentors photographers in over 20 countries to develop brands, to become the go-to photographer in your niche and have the success that you really deserve. And this is the best part. He just wrote a book called Help. My photography website needs more customers. And I think everybody's going to want to listen to this. So (laughs) today we're going to take a deep dive into what makes a website a success magnet. So Jeff, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks. For reaching out. And Thanks for having me back. He reached out at the perfect time when I realized I needed to slot somebody in for this date, that all of my bookings were next month. And so the psychic hotline worked. <laughs> and he was like, Hey, I got a thing. I want to be in your show. And like, Hey, I was just thinking, I need a guest. So serendipity. <laughs> all right. So we're going to go into all things website in the marketing. So first question, what are websites actually good for? Why do we want them? If you think about it, a website is, uh, it's, it's like our shop window to the world, isn't it? So this is where we, we make a, an impression with customers. We try and build their, we try and build their confidence. We try and build their trust, educate them about the benefits of our products and services. And then hopefully those visitors will click to do the next step. So they will either, you know, 
phone us that will book a shoot that will schedule a call or they might download something in exchange for the email address that is what we should be doing yeah unfortunately most photographers don't because a lot of photographers have websites that are portfolio style websites um you know lots of pretty pictures hardly any text and a contact page Mm. And then they might have an about page, but the about page talks about what type of camera they use, what type of lenses they use, how they got into photography when they were 17 year old. So yeah. it isn't a real oh. interest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like if you went to, imagine you went to like a hotel's restaurant, you know, and all you saw on the hotel's restaurant uh, website were, were pictures of, of the rooms and food and, and there was no text. You didn't know what time it opened. Uh, what what sort of facilities, whether they have a spa, whether they have a, a pool, what the, the restaurant menu is. You don't know the location. You don't know anything about it. But when you go to the about page, it tells you what type of cooling system it has to keep the beer cold. Right. And what type of knives the chef the chef <laughs> yeah. uses to dicey stuff. It's, it's just pointless, you know. Right. It doesn't connect with the customer. And for years, photographers have been like that. And it's like we create websites to attract other photographers, but not mm. to attract our customers. That makes total sense. I am thinking, yes, I don't really care when a chef got his first knife and (laughs) cooked something. I mean, sure, if there's a little fun in it, maybe someone could say, you know, Chef Jones, his favorite thing was his easy bake oven or something, because that brings out some branding. But but yeah, I, I especially try to help my coaching clients move beyond the, because the other thing I see a lot is I like black coffee, walks in the woods. I got a camera to photograph my children and now I'm a photographer. Um, My jam is, you know, this radio or I like this jelly. So again, do people really care about that, Jeff? I suppose the only time it would it would be relevant is if it was relevant to your ideal client type. So funny enough, we've just I've just finished a website. Uh, my website company's just designed a website for a pest photographer in uh, San Diego. And on her homepage, we talk about her interest, which is obviously dogs. So she connects with her clients to say she's a dog lover too. And she's a very outdoorsy person. There's a picture of her standing uh next to this lake looking over the beautiful mountains because that puts her in the similar position to her clients because her clients tend to be outdoorsy people and obviously the doggy people as well. Right. So if, you, if you're going to talk about yourself, talk about yourself in a, like on my own website, uh, my, my mentor and photography mentor and website, I do say that, you know, I'm a photographer too. So I'm like you guys, not only do I, I'm an expert in marketing and branding, but I had five photography businesses. That was military photography before that. So that positions me in the same level as my, my potential clients. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, mine and mine could certainly use polishing on my portrait website, but the core of it is I'm every kid's Aunt Lucy. I yeah. live in a charming historical neighborhood. And so what that informs people is I'm going to love their children. Their children are going to be comfortable. Um, not, you know, who cares that I babysat when I was 11 or 12 to earn money, but it's, I love to help people in my coaching unearth some things about them and their history. That's like a therefore. So Mm -hmm. 
I've always loved art. And you can expect all of that artistic sensibility to come through in your work using more of the your words rather than I, I, I. So it sounds like we're yes. on the same wavelength yeah. with that. And it's become, um, since I, I'll show you the book, so I wrote this book. This is a culmination of about five years of of interest into creating perfect websites for photographers. Mm. And at the beginning of uh, well, beginning of last year, I started about creating a company called the Photographer Suite, which would build what I call um, a scroll to a sale website. So a scroll to a sale website is a website that takes people on a journey through a marketing buying experience journey to the end solution. Now, this isn't something that I've just invented. This is something that is used by thousands, if not tens of thousands of companies worldwide, everything from hotels to, you know, if you go on most car car websites, you know, like Jaguar, Lexus, Peugeot, Ford, they will all have a scroll to a sale website that leads the customer mm-hmm. through the journey. And it goes through this journey of empathizing with the customer first. The first thing is to create that big first impression when somebody lands on your homepage. So the what I call the above the fold, that's the first thing you see, that headline. Where a lot of photographers go wrong, they won't have any text here. They might just have a big logo mm-hmm. and maybe a picture. Now, what you need is a picture that creates an impact, but you also need some text to let people know who you are, what you do, but more importantly, what you do for them mm-hmm. on that headline. Your logo should be actually very, very small because your logo isn't of relevance to anybody unless you're a big brand. And yeah, you know, what is relevant is if it says, you know, creating stunning headshots that position you as the leader in your field. So mm-hmm. straight away you can see when you land on somebody's website, oh, it's a headshot photographer. Yeah. You know, and they position me as the leader in the field. So, so the first thing is creating that attention grabbing image and relevant text at the banner, which is the first bit. Then as people scroll down, you need to empathize with them. So you need to speak with them from a point of empathy where you understand their fears, understand their concerns and what their problems are. And if you think about it, in photography, we have two purchase two purchase options. So you, you either buy for an emotional reason or you buy for a solution to a problem. Hmm. So if you're a wedding photographer, a boudoir photographer, pet photographer, anything emotional that's an emotional purchase so you buy in for the emotion of the image now if you're a food photographer headshots branding um you know commercial photographer you are buying for a solution and that is to solve a problem for the client and their problem usually is they want to make more money they want more visibility they want to grow their online brand and their brand recognition and tell their story so depending on what your market is your your empathy will be one of two different messages. Say, for instance, mm-hmm. you're a commercial photographer or a headshot photographer. You could start off here by saying you feel like you're um, you're lagging behind on social media, not creating the right presence. Your headshot doesn't position you as the thought leader. You know, when you look at other people on social media, they, they look more professional. But you hate having your photograph taken. But mm. don't worry about it because when you when you come to us, we put you at ease. Mm. We, we position you in a way that you know makes you look confident, but makes you look approachable and appealing, so that you will connect easier with your online viewers. You'll create the right first impression, 
and ultimately position you as somebody who is confident and a thought leader in the field. So you, you, you start with communicating for why that person has come there. Now, when I used to, uh, when I had the portrait studio and the boudoir studio, uh, with the portraits, we used to say, you know, you love having, you know, you love the idea of having images uh, of your children on your walls to to personalise your home, to bring your home to life, to make your children feel valued and part of and loved. However, you're worried that your, your kids might kick off in the studio. You know, they might, <laughs> right? They might, they might misbehave at the at the 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 most inappropriate of times. Well, don't worry. We're parents too. We understand that sometimes kids can be a little bit embarrassing. But don't worry because I can guarantee I've had a lot worse than yours. <laughs> yes, we said that right. And, and the amount of people who booked into the studio and said, you know what, I'll put it off for years. But when I read that, I thought, what the hell? I'm just going to book. And, and, and because crazy. that was something that put somebody off. So it's that empathizing, understanding what your clients' fears are. It might be, you might be a wedding photographer, you know, brides, uh, they don't want to feel like the center of attention and the camera's in the face all the time. They want to feel relaxed. They, they want beautiful images, but they want to still enjoy the, their day with all the friends and family and everybody who they care about. They don't want to be dragged from pillar to post by a photographer. So if that's what you think their their worries are, then you put that in the opening section. So as soon as people start reading your website, it's not about you, it's about them. Right. How you can help them. And and that opening bit, you're speaking their language. So they're much more likely to hang around. So you create an impact with a visual banner area that says what you do and what you do for them. Then you empathize with them. And then the next bit is you sell the benefits. I got to jump in because I love to talk. (laughs) Um, Also, you said so many good things. I want to unpack that a little bit. So what I hear you saying is connecting with their fears and then finding a way to calm those fears and assure them. Um, What I heard in your first um, suggestion of the um, headshot was beyond like some concerns that are beyond a connection with a photograph, which is other people are getting ahead and I'm not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So would you also, um, I guess if I say, would you agree with me? You could just say yes. But so my thoughts is always to also dig a little deeper into those concerns and fears that have nothing to do with photography. Yeah. Like like someone do a doing uh, boudoir photography, we usually come up with some things when I'm helping them uh, polish up branding, which is nothing at the level that you do. Like most women don't feel beautiful. Well, no, a lot of women do. But if we're not feeling beautiful, powerful, good enough, having an experience with a photographer who helps you feel relaxed and beautiful and then having portraits in your home that remind you every day what a sassy you know wonderful gorgeous woman you are um that is that next level even deeper so do you have thoughts on that totally totally because if you think about it like um i have a food photographer you know and her her brand is it's not about the, the food photography. Her brand is not the food photography. Her brand and her strapline is really simple. I make people hungry. That's what she says. That's what her brand is. Mm-hmm. Now, what she sells to the restaurant, the restaurant hasn't come to her because they want some pretty photographs. Why is the restaurant come to a photographer? Why does a hotel come to a photographer? Because 
it wants more bums on seats. It wants more money in the till. It wants the Tuesdays, Wednesdays night and Thursday nights filled up with people. It wants more followers on their social media. So when you, when they come to that empathy bit, you're not saying, oh, you want amazing pictures. You're saying you want more engagement. You want to be, you want your, your, your social media following buzzing. You want money in the tail every single night of the week, not just on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. You want to make your customers hungry so that everyone's tagging each other in their posts and going, Oh my God, you got to go here and have the, have this steak and chips. It's amazing. Exactly. Yes. Or uh, I'm a mostly portrait photographer with a huge emphasis on children. And so to me, when I can find words that help people, you like tap that, like these kids are just growing up too fast. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. And how a great portrait can, first of all, create a great experience. So, um, cause that's another thing is when life is so fast, you're not always having quality time. So a portrait session in itself can be a good memory. And then as kids change and grow and leave the house, We've got those portraits so we can connect with them. And, you know, if it's family, like my mom just passed away. And, of course, we're going through her entire life's worth of photographs. Luckily, I took a lot of them, so they're going to be pretty good. <laughs> and it's such a comfort. So, um, yeah, I love that, that 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 is the focus. The whole story brand model, are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've actually done the story brand course. Uh, with oh. Donald Miller, I did that a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah, I've done it twice actually. Yeah, so it sounds like that's a nice marriage, the story brand idea of pain points, and then your scroll to what's it called again? I call it a scroll to a sale. Scroll to sale. Yeah. Okay, and it, it's really because our behavior has changed on websites. You know, like when I my first ever website I built in Dreamweaver 2004, I think it was. And I, I was building it in my in my mess in the, when I was still in the military, you know, and we mm-hmm. and we were starting out in business before we actually left. And it was a website where it was all about pages, you know. So you had a small a bit of text on your homepage, then you would go to a, a you know the services page. You would have loads of different pages because people didn't scroll, people didn't have smartphones then. Mm. Now websites are designed to be viewed on the move. Uh, even if they're on uh, a laptop, people are still scrolling. It's that long scroll. And when I look at my own website stats, 90% of people come into my website on the homepage and leave through the homepage. Even though I've got loads of great content on those other pages, they're not actually getting viewed because huh. people because people come and go through the home, because people have come so impatient. Mm-hmm. We all, it's all about this scroll. That's That's this habit we're used to doing. So you need to make sure that everything your your visitor needs to know to make an informed decision to take the next step to work with you is on that homepage. Mm. One of the big things I say that shock people, you know, is I say, if you, have you got a testimonial page? And people say, oh, yeah, so we'll delete it because those testimonials, 5% of people are going to go to that testimonial page. The other 95% are never going to see it. So get your testimonials off your, your testimonials page put them on the homepage where they can actually work for you. They can oh. they can tell how amazing you are on your homepage, you know, and you can utilize this under different sections of, of that scroll. Okay. And if you look if you look at big manufacturers like like car dealerships, like hotels, you will see testimonials on that homepage. Got it. You know? Okay. So we're creating a 
wow first impression and yep. then i put in a number two small logo <laughs> three yep. the empathy and addressing how we help solve those pain points mm-hmm. number four tip is put your testimonials not on a separate button but within the home page that they'll be scrolling down yep. yes yeah okay and, and, and one when it comes to testimonials what i would say is Ask your clients for testimonials that sum up what you sell to other people. So if in your websites you're selling the fact that, you know, you create this beautiful bespoke wall art um, that is, you know, um, creates the wow factor in your home and it's all handmade and stuff, then you, what you do is when you write to your, your, your customer, after they've had the session with you and they've received the wall art, then you ask them for some feedback and ask them for a testimonial. So we say, you know, uh, hi, Dave and Sarah. It was great having you in the studio. I know you were so excited to get home and put the wall out in your living room. And I know that you said you've already had some great comments from the mem- family members. I just wondered if you could uh, leave me a few words for testimony. So let me know what impact that um, wall art in your home has made on you and your family. Mm. Um, so then they don't just send out, because if you get a testimonial that just says first class service, brilliant photos it mm-hmm. doesn't sell any benefits but if right. they go oh our wall art is absolutely stunning everybody who comes to the house comments on it and the fact that it uses you know this non-reflective glass no matter where we stand in the living room it still looks beautiful it still looks amazing so you're allowing your customers to sell the uh, the quality and, and and the benefits of what you offer in their testimonial and then underneath you would put deborah and dave such and such area san diego and then put five stars underneath that oh the worst things you can do is just put you know mary (laughs) because it just looks made up you know or if you're a wedding if you're a wedding photographer you know you could put um uh, you know it could be something like rebecca and mary married at such and such manner such and such and then the area because brides when brides are looking for um or couples are looking for wedding photographers. They like to see, oh, he's done he's done some work at where we get married, you know. So with your wedding, put in the location, put in the location, and put in the venue, and put in the couple's name, full name, you know, the two Christian names and the surname, and and put those five gold stars on. And the reason you put these five gold stars on next to every testimonial is we become obsessed with looking for it now. But thanks to Amazon, really, you know, we you do you. Know, 15, 20 years ago, three stars was enough for us. Now we're, we're going, oh, hang on, that one's got 4.4. This one's got 4.6, right? I'll yeah. pay an extra $20 because this one's got 4.6, you know? <laughs> so get those stars on there because people relate that with, um, with you know, first-class service. So make sure you put full description of the – they're reviewing your testimonial the way you want other people to hear it. It's not just great service and great photos. Get their names on there, their area, and get the five stars. Brilliant. That's a worth the cost of admission for me here. <laughs> um, I, one little comment, you use the word bespoke. And Jeff, it took me a couple of years to figure out what that meant because we use the word custom. Um, but right. it it's right. a it's a great word. I love it. So yeah. if, if people haven't kind of figured out what that means, it's it's custom, it means custom, right? It's pretty much mm-hmm. the same, but a little Classier. One clever thing to do with any of your wording on your website. And in the UK, I don't know if you have 
I'm over there in the U- US, but there's a, there's a high street brand called Marks and Spencers, um, which is like a supermarket, a, a chain supermarket. And Marks and Spencers have a food division, Marks and Spencers Food. And they do adverts on TV and they will have a picture of a maybe a cheesecake. Mm. Right? And it'll say, this is not, this is no ordinary cheesecake. This is a Marks and Spencers double decadence, um, indulgently rich chocolate cheesecake made with the finest um, thick caramel Belgium chocolate sprinkled with sea salt and stuff. So mm-hmm. as as you read and I hear that, you actually, as well as the pictures, it's the words help you visualize. So imagine I'm trying to sell to you and I'm a portrait photographer, I'm a wedding photographer, and I say, oh, I'll do these great portrait albums. They're $500 or $1,000, right? But if I say to you, right, I've got these amazing, um, they're Italian leather handmade portrait albums. Uh, each page is lovingly crafted. Straight away, you're, you're starting to visualize. You're starting to visualize this Italian leather. And so never give somebody just an album. Give them a handmade Italian leather album. Never give them some wall art. Give them, you know, fine hardwood um non-reflective glass wall up put some descriptive words into everything you know you know you're not just a a wedding photographer you're a a country house style uh, wedding photographer everything you do try and prefix it don't just give them your images on a usb key you get them on your 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 images on a personalized usb key in a presentation box allow customers to hear those words so they can visually because it's those words that create the desire Pictures create interest, get people excited. But when they read the descriptions, that does the emotional trigger and those words help them visualize owning it and enjoying the products better. Yeah, you actually made my mouth water. And <laughs> and now I'm going to be thinking about cheesecake all day and chocolate. So <laughs> that was a success. So number five is to use descriptive words that that go beyond, oh, Here's some good pictures and here's a description, but something uh, that creates that desire. I would say people are always asking, well, how do I how do I let people know my value? And Mm -hmm. you can't say, well, I'm valuable. I'm worth it. But when you do what you just did, then people start to automatically go, oh, they're really good. It sounds like it might be expensive, might be worth it though. So it takes it beyond just the transaction of a photographer making photographs and you give them some money to yeah. like, I've got to have her or I need to work with Jeff because that's a one of a kind and an incredible experience. So it, it elevates the brand. So my thoughts is then the money objection becomes insignificant as long as it is in within somebody's ability and willingness to invest in what we do. But I always say that a price, if, if you think, because there's a big argument as well for whether you should have price on your website or whether you shouldn't have price on your website. Uh, and I says, well, to understand that first, you've got to understand what price is. So when you think about price, price is actually what somebody says or is agrees is a fair exchange for what you have to offer mm. or their perceived value in what you have to offer. And this is the real important bit. 
perceived value because everybody's perceived value is different. And the majority of the perceived value for us as photographers, if somebody comes to our website, isn't in the images themselves. It's in the outer stuff, which is the the, the branding, which mm-hmm. is the, the colors, the fonts, the overall message, the wording that I've just been using there and the feel. So if you look at every premium brand in the world, you know, Jaguar, Mercedes, Tiffany's, Ralph Lauren, all these brands, right? They all have much cheaper options, much, much cheaper options. There's, you know, I actually bought my, my girlfriend a Tiffany's bracelet for, for Christmas and, and the customer services were phenomenal. I've never had as many emails from a company <laughs> from the, the point of purchase to the actual delivery. Basically, every hour was tracked, you know, oh, it's with the driver, it's here, it's there. Mm-hmm. The, the, the packaging, everything was amazing. But then end product, when I opened it up, I was like, oh, it's tiny for, for what I paid. Mm-hmm. But it's the perceived value in that Tiffany's product. Right. Um, if people just bought on price alone, Tiffany's wouldn't exist. Mercedes and BMW and, and, and Jaguar would all go out of business and we'd all just drive Skodas and Fords, you know, because... BMWs and Mercedes don't do any different than Fords and Skodas. They do exactly the same job. Right. You know, but it's the perceived value of it. It's the brand. So the brand is the most important thing. So if you can position your brand really high, so when somebody comes on your website, it creates a visual impact, empathizes with them, but the colors, the fonts, the feel, it looks really high end. It looks expensive. That already lifts your brand up. And where do you go for inspiration? Well, look at, premium brands so if you're a wedding photographer don't look at other wedding photographers in your area look at some of the top bridal magazines look at some of the the real high-end wedding venues because these people have spent yeah thousands on market research into looking premium right where your photographer down the road who you're trying to copy has probably spent a hundred dollars or bought some design off fiverr for fifty dollars you know so utilize people already in your sector and look at how they're doing premium branding and try and incorporate that into your website. Mm-hmm. So if straight away people get that feel, that raises their perceived value of your products and services anyway, because the overall outer packaging looks expensive. Right. And when the other thing is when somebody perceives something to be premium, they automatically assume that it's going to be high quality and the, and the service is going to be first class because every Every premium brand in the world strives to have high quality and first class. You know, right. That's why if you go into a premium hotel, you know that straight away you're served the minute you get to the reception desk and, and you, you know, the, the, you know, oh, we'll take your bags, we'll do this. You, it's, it's that feel to make you feel special. Mm-hmm. But that, that helps package up why they're charging four times the price of another hotel down the road. Got it. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's all about that perceived value. So when it comes to price, if you target the right people, if you have a high perceived value by your brand, then there's no reason you shouldn't have your price on there because it's not the price figure that will put people off. It's the, if you look cheap, if you look cheap and there's a price figure on there, even if that price figure is actually fairly reasonable because your brand looks cheap, people are just go, oh, it's not worth it. Now, if your brand looks really, really high end and premium, and then you have quite a high elevated price bracket in your mind, People are going to think, oh yeah, well it must be because it looks, it looks the business. It looks, you, do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, and the other good thing about having prices, is you can actually put price as a, as a, I call it a qualifier. Mm-hmm. So if, if you do headshots 
you have a really premium high-end looking website and you do headshots from $300, that, that's all you have to put on. You don't have to put your full price list on there. You talk about the benefits, what you do, headshots from $300. You know that anybody who phones you, anybody who emails you, anybody who takes that next call to action that you direct them to on your website is pre-qualified for $300. Right. So what you what your brand does and your your qualifier price it kicks off the fifty dollar people. So you're not wasting your time sending emails or answering the phone to somebody who's wanting a headshot for fifty dollars. Right. You know they so, can go and deal with other people. You know? Yeah. So when I saw in in our notes, um, you know that that you sent that you recommend pricing, I was like, oh, we may or may not agree on this. And so what I want to say is. When your branding is clear and powerful, like you're talking about, and as I'm scrolling down, usually I don't like scrolls because my eyeballs start flipping and I get confused about what I say. But if it's done well, then I have had the experience of scrolling down and then a certain point thinking, oh, this sounds great. I hope it's in a price that I would be comfortable. I know it's going to be an investment. So 100%. I agree if the branding is clear and also if we're marketing well, because if we're only getting a couple inquiries a month and we can't afford to to lose some potential clients because we answered that question, then mm-hmm. we need to also get more traffic to our website. The times I recommend not putting pricing is... One time I was scrolling through a website and I was really impressed and I was so excited. And then I got to their pricing and it was low. And I had, it was like, wah, wah, wah. I, yeah. I would never, if I was in the the market for a photographer, use them because there was such a disconnect. E- even if I was looking for a cheap and cheerful shoot and burn for some reason, yeah. still that disconnect was mm-hmm. told me that something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not their photography or maybe they're not really professional or or something. So to me, there's a danger of sometimes losing qualified clients if there's a disconnect. And if our branding isn't powerful and we put pricing, then we might lose great clients that if we'd had a chance to get on the phone with them, then they could understand the value mm-hmm. and connect and like us and such. But so I agree with you and, and also have some cautionary tales. Do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I think when um, I agree with you. And because when you, when, when you get on the phone with somebody, that's different. You, you're speaking to them. You're now in control. And but what your website is, your website is basically, at the max, if you don't get it right, it's 10 seconds. And right. you it, it's that overall brand. Imagine you 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 walk in, you're with your partner, you're walking past, uh, you're walking down a high street of a city you've never been before, and you're looking for somewhere to eat, and then you see this restaurant and it looks beautiful from the outside, little fairy lights, it looks very sort of like warm and inviting. They've, they've positioned wind, uh, you know. Uh, table lamps in the window so it looks welcoming you look at the signage and it, and it looks beautiful there's little hanging baskets it's the fonts and the colors and the signs this all in the hospitality trade because i used to have a, a food pub mm-hmm. it's it's classed as curbside appeal so that elevates your 
excitement to go, oh, this place looks nice. Then you walk up and you see the menu next to the front door and it's very descriptive. So it doesn't say burger and chips or burger and fries. It would say, you know, a prime succulent cut of Aberdeen Angus in a handmade uh, bur uh, burger and a toasted brioche with our such and such sauce and such type of mm -hmm. cheese and then, you know, triple cube chunky chips or whatever so it's it uses that description and then it'll have like you know the price there which will be it'll be a high price but because you've been able to visualize it you make that all the decision to go in there without seeing the product you've only seen the outside the lights the sign and you've re read that visual and then you're like oh this place sounds nice and you go in now you could have exactly the same chef in there cooking amazing food but there could be weeds outside the sign could be falling down the lights are you know, some of the bulbs are missing. You just walk straight past it. Right. Or you just missed out on some amazing food. So now I'm really hungry, Jeff. Um, but I'm picturing like a restaurant that is excellent quality. That curb appeal is just okay. And then mm -hmm. they have their price out front. And it says, you know, meal starting at $50 then even though I might love the food and have the best experience to tell all my friends, if there had been a person out front uh, or if I had had something that just encouraged me to just step inside and yeah. then learn more and then start to assign that value. Mm -hmm. So so it sounds like our first job now for 2023 is to really get our website to just make people's mouths water like yeah. mine is right now and, and the other thing what you want to you, you want to think about what is your way so everybody should have one purpose on the website so if you Ooh. look at my my mentoring business the, my mentoring website the photographer's mentor.com that has one sole purpose the sole purpose of my website is to get somebody to book a call because my mentoring program is two thousand just under two thousand pounds and i know that nobody will go to my website and book a two thousand pound mentoring program without first speaking to me. Now, so you don't have that price on your website? No, the price is on there. Okay. But people aren't going to invest two thousand pounds without first. It's it's a higher ticket item. So what I would say, if you're a if you're a wedding photographer, if you're a commercial photographer, you know, if you're a more higher end portrait photographer, what you might want to do. The purpose of your website is to get somebody to book a consultation with you. Right, and you don't just say book a consultation. You could say, um, you know, uh, book one of my uh, free, no obligation wedding planning calls where we talk about how we're going to do your, you know, discuss the, the photography for your wedding day. If you are um, um, like a commercial photographer, you could say uh, book for free 30 minute online branding review call where you, you, you assess their online brand media and imagery and stuff. Now, if you're a headshot photographer and you're doing headshots for a couple of hundred dollars and you're doing a, a bit of volume, you don't want to be given a consultation every time somebody's going to come no. to the studio. Mm -hmm. So if you have that visual impact, you, you you connect with your clients, you empathize with them, they sell the benefits, you got the price on that, then all you want them to do is your call to action of your website is book now. And that will link to your online diary and people can, can just go through. So this call to action, you will see probably about five or six times throughout the scroll on your website. And a, and a great example of this, is if you go to, in the UK, you go to any car dealership, the, the car dealership will not try and sell the car, they'll try and sell the test drive because the car, yes. you know, 
£50,000, $60,000. Nobody's going to go to a website and spend $60,000 on a car without first seeing it or being in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, when you look at car dealerships, and one, one of my good mates is like a, <clears throat> a very high up in BMW, and he says, the, you know, that is the whole purpose of a BMW website is to sell a test drive. It's not to sell a car. Mm. that is what our so we want people to come to the dealership because once we get them in the 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 driving seat then we know it's over to the salesman so the purpose of the website is to sell the test drive the purpose of the salesman is to sell the car right because it's a high ticket item yeah that makes total sense so we're just about out of time so i'm gonna review number one create a big first impression have a small logo empathize with people. Number four was put your testimonials in the homepage. And there's some hot tips. So you might want to re-listen everyone to the hot tips about how to get great testimonials. Five, use descriptive words in our websites. Six, put pricing on the website once you've got all this other good stuff going. Yeah. Seven, Know what your purpose is. Like mine is always to get on a call with people. Um, But others, depending on the business model, it might be book it. So everyone's different. Number eight is have the call to action, have several buttons. So is there anything key that that Um, we haven't covered here? One thing I think to round all this up, and and especially with it being in the beginning of the year, and this is really, really big for 2023, um, is if you go over to, to Google and type in Google's helpful content update. Now, in August 2022, Google launched what's called its helpful content update, where Google is now assessing websites, not from a backlinks and SEO point of view. It's putting its focus on whether your website is delivering valuable, helpful content that will mm-hmm. allow people to make an informed decision. Google has said this in their own white paper. There's less focus on SEO. And the reason behind this is Google's algorithms are advanced. It goes to your website and it reads all the text and understands what it's all about. And it will now start from 2023. It will start grading websites, downgrading websites that have low value content, small amount of content that doesn't appeal to the client. So that's a lot of photography websites that are very image based and they will struggle to get Google's own words, they will struggle to rank in their search engine because Google wants to be known as the the search engine that helps people find a solution to their problems. Mm. It wants to give them, every time uh, somebody types in, you know, um, about getting a portrait done or how much is it for a family portrait or looking for a family portrait photographer in the area, they want to connect them to somebody who's going to tell them all about the family portrait experience, what to bring, what to wear, how much it, it it starts from, how the whole experience goes. All this information needs to be on your homepage, mm. you know, the client journey homepage. Um, and Google will rank that very well. And it's looking for FAQs at the bottom. It's looking for video that shows behind-the-scene video of somebody enjoying a portrait experience. Okay. Looking for all the stuff we said, empathy, selling the benefits, testimonials, because Google assesses your website on something called E-Eat. And E-Eat stands for experience, expertise, authority, and trust. Now, authority and trust, trust, testimonials. If you've got a guarantee, get a guarantee on there. Experience, 
how long you've been in the industry, how many people, how many weddings you've photographed, um, any awards that you've won. Get all this stuff, all this authority and experience on the homepage. So people, because remember, when someone comes to your website, they may never have heard of you before. Mm. So instead of talking about what camera you use or when you first get into photography, give them some authority there. Oh, yeah, in the past 10 years, I've helped over 2,000 families in the San Diego area fill their homes with beautiful wall art that has brought families closer together and made children feel more loved. Uh, I won San Diego Photographer of the Year 2018-2019. I have over 455-star reviews on my Google business page and over 10,000 Facebook followers. That small couple of sentences there is just brimming with authority. And mm. you say, I personally guarantee that you won't just like your pictures, you'll love them. And if you're not, your money back. Google will absolutely love that bit of text because mm. it's experience, expertise, trust, and authority all put into one sentence. So think think along that lines and go and Google the Google help, helpful content update. Because if you just leave your website the way it is now, if it hasn't got this sort of text on that we've been talking about, you're going to start dropping off in the rankings. And that isn't, that's not me saying that's, that's Google's own words. You know, you can get the down, you can download the white papers, you can do your research, mm-hmm. and you'll, and that, which I've been doing over the past few months. And uh, so it is more important than ever now that we start updating our websites for 2023. Oh, that, that's a huge bit of information. Again, worth the cost of admission here, which yeah. it is free, but it's still worth more. My my concern always when someone puts a lot of content with how it's going to work, how to dress, uh, and, and a lot of facts is a danger that someone's not going to contact me because they think they know everything already. So what I'm sensing is there's just such a like strategies are important knowing what to do how to do it um what not to do uh, depending on your circumstance you you might want to put a lot of info or you might not it's not just a simple let's do a website and yeah. It, yeah. it may tell me if you think i'm not on target with this but some people um they're not getting work or not trying to get work directly from having a website that somebody finds. So they're wanting to have a website that uh, proves that they know what they're doing and someone finds them through a charity event or through a referral and so forth. So I guess bottom line I'm hearing it's complicated. It is, but I think you can, if you put yourself in your customer's shoes, and then we're all, you know, we're all consumers at the end of the day ourselves because we all buy something. Do you think if you were buying off yourself, what would you want to know? What is the most important things you want to know? Mm-hmm. And get and try and get that on your homepage. So like, you know, if I was going to buy anything, one I want to know is um, what are the benefits? How does it work? How easy is it for me to get this end solution? And roughly how much is it going to cost? Those are three things. Those are three big buying things as a consumer that I want to know. So how does it work? What's the benefits? How easy is it for me to get this? Or what do I have to do next if, I, if, I, if I'm interested? And, and what sort of ballpark figure is it going to cost me to actually have this solution to my, my problem or purchase this service? Got it. So much good information. Um, thank you. And I've actually, 
that that book that I've wrote, the uh, my, my latest website book, it breaks it all down. So I've done a chapter for each of the seven areas of the website, plus a a big review of the Google um, helpful content update. Because I want photographers to to have a website that doesn't just look nice, that actually converts people into visitors. It gets people right. to take that next step, whether that be book a, a session or schedule a call or download something the next year for an email address because what we don't want people doing is hitting the back button and leaving without first getting in contact with us because once they're gone they're gone and we can't get them back right right uh thank you jeff this is awesome what's the name of the book again so the book is called help my photography website needs more customers it's available at amazon on kindle paperback and hardback so i have Two quick questions. So one, I know you have a special offer for us. So what is it? How do we get that? And also, how do we get in touch with you in general? So if you want to speak to me myself, you can find me on uh, my website, which is thephotographersmentor.com. You can find me on LinkedIn under The Photographer's Mentor, on YouTube under The Photographer's Mentor, or just Jeff Brown, The Photographer's Mentor on Facebook. Connect with me personally, and I always message people back. So if you have a question, just message me. I always say advice is always free. Mm. Now, the website company that I built last year is called The Photographer's Suite. So we build premium high-end looking scroll-to-a-sale websites that convert visitors into customers just for photographers. We specialist website provider for photographers. Our website started just £499 and that includes a custom build and our head designer. And we have an offer where if you buy any of our websites, we will give you um, a half price SEO package. So our SEO package is normally £249. But if you buy any of the websites after listening to this podcast, uh, we will give you that SEO package for half price. So it'll be £125 for the, the yeah. SEO add-on. Great. And I know that you are offering a limited number of some one-on-one evaluation sessions. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a I'll give you a link. Uh so I'll give you a link for 10 people to have a what I call a, a 30-minute website review call with me. And my hours I sometimes start at five in the morning, sometimes finish at eight at night. I've got clients in 20 different countries. So no matter where you are in the world, you'll be able to find a time on my online diary to, to book this in. And I'll uh, give you a link for that that we, you can put into the comments. And um, people can just book on and I'll give them a full website review. So I'll give you some feedback on how you can change your website. If you decide you want to get a website from me, well, that's entirely up to you. But I want to give you some valuable ideas and inspiration for changing your website in 2023 but i'll probably only do that with about 10 people yeah uh, so get right on it i usually (laughs) i usually tend to say it's half an hour and i end up waffling on for about an hour because i like to give people value so i know i i I, uh have people book a quick chat often if they just want to touch base and i can't help but an hour later i'm still enjoying learning more about them giving them some tips so i i can imagine you're the same well, okay, so the last question. What do you want to leave us with? What's your last takeaway or your last thoughts? So my last thoughts is, you know, if you if you forget about writing websites for Google, forget about writing websites for SEO, write your website for your customer first. Because with the Google Helpful Content Update, if you if you understand who your ideal client is, what their fears are, what their needs and what they want, 
and you write your website to explain that and give them everything they need, then Google's going to love you anyway because you're creating a website that is a great customer experience and gives value to the people who are searching. So forget the technical SEO backlinks and all that sort of stuff. Just think, what do my customers want? What can I give them? What are they buying more than photography? And what do they need to know when they land on the website? And give them that information. That's going to create a great user experience. Uh, and, and if you're unsure, ask some of your, your past clients. So what I hear is think about the clients. One of the yes. challenges sometimes with hiring someone to create a website is they're putting all these words in to try to rank with the ACO, SEO. So what I hear you saying is always bring it back to how do you serve the client? And then your clients are going to love it. Google's going to love it. Everything is going to be a win, win, win. Did I get that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. totally right. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, thank you so much. I want to thank you. Lizzie. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Remind everybody to stay tuned for my quick wrap up. And um, so, how do you say goodbye in English? In British, <laughs> ta, 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 ticket. Yeah, just, just, just goodbye. I'll see oh, you later. Darn, I was looking for fun. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. That's another one. See you see later. later. Okay. Yeah. Cheerio. <laughs> Thanks, Cheerio. <laughs> Thanks very much, Lucy. Bye now. Right. Well, I told Jeff goodbye, and now it's just you and I. Let's see. So remember to go to YouTube and subscribe and make those comments. So I, I think it's different in Instagram. It's called follow. So I'm trying to up my Instagram game and do more reels and different fun things. So I'd love for you to engage more. Quick wrap up. We need a website that sells. And one of the ways to do is first, we need to make a big impression. Logo shouldn't be super big. We empathize with our clients on a website so we know we can address their needs. Having our testimonials in the homepage, not just lonely little entry over on a testimonial page. The importance of using descriptive words. He believes putting pricing on a website is a great idea, but I think he and I did agree it has to be done right where people are sort of chomping at the bit before they see pricing to want what you offer. Um, identify one purpose of your website. If you want them to call, if you want them to book, what's the call to action, then have a call to action. And then we need to all go to Google's helpful content update or Google's helpful content because they're going to, be tracking responses. And then number 10, be sure that we address the benefits and how things work and such, addressing those on our websites. So thanks again for listening. I hope your new year is unfolding, or I hope you're relaxing and not pressuring yourself to have a year's worth of actions before February 1st. You know, just roll it along. We've got a whole year to make it a great year. All right. Bye for now. You have been listening to the Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. 
Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.